It's time for the What in the Podcast. Well, we've finally done it. Episode 100. It only took a few years to get there, but here we are. And tonight we have an interview with a few podcasters to help us out and have some fun with. Uh, Ashley Turner and John Kelly from Tree Hunter Podcast will be joining us. We hope you enjoy this edition of What in the Podcast. Welcome to the What in the Podcast with your hosts, Kent Whittington and Adriana Mito and Tracy Lynn Hernandez. Hello and welcome to episode 100 of What in the Podcast. Hello all. You won't get a lot of yays tonight. Unfortunately, Tracy's not with us. Even though it's our 100th episode, and this is not to not to bag on Tracy, don't get me wrong. She had a previous engagement with her family, and we are all about family. And so. we knew this well in advance. So well, Tracy, we hope you're having a great time wherever you are. Yep. Having dinner with your family. Spending time with everybody. Yep. And uh, she'll be joining us Sunday. Yep, she'll be Hopefully. with us. Well, okay. Now you got. Now I got to say it before because Adri does. This great thing about annoying dropping the bombshell before the bomb even leaves the cockpit. <laughs> we are actually going to be on another podcast. We're recording Sunday night. It's called Three Haunted Podcast with the hosts Ashley Turner and John Kelly. Very um, nice people. They they host a, a haunted podcast, same as us. They're 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 really similar to what we do. They're eclectic like we yeah. are, and. Uh, to be, you know, in a show of appreciation for being on their show, they actually agreed to be on ours tonight. So for our 100th podcast, we are going to have Ashley and John with us. Um, just a little bit about them before we start. Uh, let me bring it up here. There it is. <laughs> John Thomas is a hardworking, hard-playing father of two grownish kids. Grownish. Grownish. That's how you put it. Yep. <laughs> In his spare time, John is also a paranormal investigator who searches for answers on what happens after death. Don't wait, don't we all? He's a lover of all things horror and movie related. Making people laugh is something John enjoys doing as well. Sound like anybody else we know? Gee, I can't imagine. Uh, <laughs> what, you? I wasn't talking about myself. Uh, you're the groaner. Anyway, Ashley Turner, also known on Three Haunted as Ashley Lunar Goddess, is a filmmaking, horror movie-loving podcast producer and co-host of The Three Haunted Podcast. She is the founder and owner of Gorilla Girl Productions and Trapped Film Festival. Cool. So they've agreed to come on tonight. We're going to be talking to them in just a moment. Uh, but I also want to mark this day in particular for you Anglophiles out there. Today, in case you haven't heard, Queen Elizabeth has passed away. 96 years old. She she took her reign and was uh, coronated in 1952 and has been had her reign ever since. Yep. She is 96 when she passed. Mother of three, four. I don't recall. 
I've lost track. I only ever remember. Uh, I don't remember all. I know she, Andrew and Charles, and I think Edward. And she has a daughter, I think. I don't remember. Everything's all confused. Honestly, in my I head. don't know all the ways and wherefores where the royal family well, is concerned. Used to be an I'm not the Anglophile I, 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 I was, used to be. I, I was more of an Anglophile than you, so and I'm Probably. still bad. So. <laughs> but anyway, um, so you know, we are we are as as lapsed Anglophiles saddened by the loss of Queen Elizabeth. We Wonderful hope wherever honor. she is, everybody she's, loved her. Yeah, we hope wherever she is, she's at peace and happy. Um, Maybe with her husband, hopefully. Yep. And we're looking forward to see how King Charles handles the monarchy at this point. He is uh, the prime minister has named him King Charles the Third at this point, just short of his coronation. Uh, of course, though, there'll be mourning and all that before that happens, no doubt. But we'll see what happens. In the meantime, thank you, Queen Elizabeth. May you rest in peace. Mm -hmm. But anyway. After that sad that's, statement. Yeah, that's that sad statement. <laughs> I also wanted to point out that we will not be uh, podcasting on the 15th. Or the, the week of the 15th, next I week. should say. Next week. Because that thing I was telling everybody about that we were doing actually fell through. From um, the week before. Yeah, that's why we didn't record last week. Um, but I am able to talk about it now. I, was, I, I talked to Paul and he said, go for it. Okay. So Good. we... Yeah, we are actually filming a television series. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head for which company it's done. Um, it's hoping to option out for Discovery Plus, though. I do know that if, if it picks up and takes off. Um, the show, I believe, is tentatively called The Healer, and it will involve uh, our former podcast guest, John Coutieres, who formerly was a stone medium but is now known as The Healer. Uh, wherein he will be visiting haunted locations and hanging out with the owners and doing readings for them to find out why there is a haunting going on, possibly to see if he can help with the cleansing and things like that. Meanwhile, uh, myself and Adri and Tracy and Paul's son will be uh, acting as the paranormal investigators while this is happening. Um so I will be lead investigator. Uh, everybody else will be helping me out, which is I think is awesome. And I'm glad to have you on, dear, because mm -hmm. you have experience. Some, not a lot. You have some. I do have yes. some. You, you and I both have some together. We have more. <laughs> and uh, first, the first location we'll be doing actually is Bethany House in Jackson. Now, if anybody knows anything about Bethany House, it is. Uh, a haunted Airbnb. It's a haunted Airbnb. It's actually built over what once was the old mine out there in Jackson. Everything's built over what once was the old mine out in Jackson. But as Sorry. but as such, there's a lot of haunted activity in the area. And Bethany House seems to have a slew of it. When I was doing the uh, the pre-interview with uh, with Elsie Dodd, who is the owner of the B and B, uh, there were things going on during the interview. We heard knocks, noises, footsteps. There were also people coming in, too. But that was before the people even showed up. That's true. She was by herself. They showed up during the interview. She introduced herself to them and, you know, excused herself because she was doing the interview with me. And uh, there's just all, all kinds of stuff going on. So it was kind of fun hearing that while I was conducting an interview with her. Maybe at some point I'll post that on, uh, on the show and you guys get to hear the interview as well. If we're allowed. If we're allowed, and if it's not 
you know, if, if you guys are cool with it, because it is just an interview. It's not that big a deal, really. But you might I get a feel for it. you've beaten this dead horse, isn't it? Yeah, let's, let's stop that. We've beaten this dead horse to death and then some. <laughs> so let's get on with the interview uh, with Ashley and John. We're here with Ashley and John from Three Haunted, Three Haunted Podcasts. Yeah, I already screwed it up. Yep. How you guys go. doing? <laughs> good. How are you? Pretty good. So the reason we're here tonight, of course, is we wanted to, to get to know you guys better, find out about your podcast, you know. So tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, Ashley, go first. <laughs> <laughs> listeners they they have come to learn that i am ashley lunar goddess and it's nothing really weird i just i really love the moon and so i i love moonstones i love all things about the, the moon the full moon new moon all the moon so my friends years and years and years ago used to jokingly call me ashley moon goddess and it has evolved since then to Ashley Lunar Goddess, just because that sounds even more pretentious, right? <laughs> but <laughs> well, it's better than Ashley Lunatic. I'll put it that way. This this is true, Ashley <laughs> Lunatic. Um, but there are moments I'm sure where <laughs> people probably John feels that way uh, about me. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, so I'm one of the hosts for three hundred three hundred podcasts. I can't even say the name of my own podcast. And John here, John Thomas is the other host. Cool. Yes, yes. So 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 go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. It's your it's your show tonight, so talk to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, um yeah, I just uh Ashley and I have been friends for a while and I, I wanted to do something with with everybody that you know I knew. Um, we we had a third. His name was Kevin. Um, I definitely wanted to do something with everybody, and the you know we started during the pandemic, of course, and uh, so that kind of put a damper on some things. But we we decided podcast was the way to go, and yeah, I absolutely adore spending my Sundays with Ashley. Uh, you know, she lives in California. I'm here in Colorado, so. Uh, seeing her virtually even is even better. So, yeah, just love spending time with her and making people laugh. And I know we laugh, and I can't even do my opening lines half the time. So, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. We all originated in Colorado, um, the three original hosts, and that's uh, we met through the film world. I do filmmaking, and so did our other or does. <laughs> uh, Kevin, our other host um, that used to be part of the show. Kevin moved to Atlanta, though, to do more film work. And with that, his career took off. And so he just he didn't have as much time. And so <laughs> we're like, hey, still three best friends. We call ourselves the three musketeers. But maybe take some space so you could do your career uh, mm -hmm. thing. So. Um, he's still very much a part of our world. He's just not needing to take up every Sunday to <laughs> hang with us. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, and then I ended up moving out to California. And so similar to what John was saying with Kevin in Atlanta, me in California, John in Colorado, 
this was the best way for us to be able to create and still see each other and have fun with each other. And we like talking about spooky stuff. Um, and we also love horror films. That's part of our friendship. We used to hang out and watch horror movies at like two in the morning. And it was a great time. <laughs> yes. I told you they're just like us. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And like you guys, I'm also originally from Colorado, too. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, where oh, in Colorado? Montrose. Oh, okay. Nice. But the you, you neglect that you were born there. <laughs> no, I, I know where Montrose is. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. No, I was just thinking Bigfoot stuff. That's all. I was like, oh, Bigfoot. <laughs> well, I, you know, to be fair, you know, I was born in, in Colorado, uh, moved in my early, early teen years to, to California, and I've been here ever since. So. Oh, and then there was that tiny stint in Alaska. Yeah, yeah the tiny and stint in Alaska and Utah, yeah. <laughs> oh, where, where in Utah were you? Uh, Ogden. Okay, I actually did about two years where I lived in um, Draper and worked out of Salt Lake City. So. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah, was I, I know where that's at. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Talk about a spooky place. Did you experience a lot of stuff in um, Utah, like paranormal? Can't say I did, but we did have a house that had this giant basement that was actually, it was built to be another apartment in the house, but it was never finished. And certain aspects of that place kind of creeped me out. Never saw anything or heard anything, felt anything. It just kind of creeped me out just being down there sometimes. Uh, Which well, was okay by me. senses going off. Oh, yeah, but it was okay <laughs> by me because it was actually my brother's bedroom. Oh, <laughs> Mike. Mike and Chad, oh, they shared it. So, yeah, they sure what would have been the living room space. So they had the biggest room in the house, but they were welcome to it as far as I was concerned. <laughs> right. Basements <laughs> creep me out anyway. So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if they're finished, unfinished. They just creep me out. Yeah. that's I'm, I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> so what got you guys starting on the started on the podcast anyway, besides, besides COVID, I mean? Is it just the interest in the paranormal together, or did you have an experience that made you say, I want to research the paranormal, I want to know more about it? Well, with me, I um, actually have had experiences, you know, since I was younger, maybe 12, 13. And so I have joined a couple paranormal groups and I have my own as, you know, as we speak right now. I, I haven't done much again because of the whole COVID thing, kind of put a damper on everything. Uh, so I haven't been out investigating as much as I want to. And so that was part of mine. I know I kind of wanted to do like a YouTube show where we went to different places where other people hadn't really gone. And Ashley's not big on the investigation part, which she'll tell you here soon. And um, so uh, before everybody moved, basically, a podcast was the easiest way to kind of put Ashley in that world. So, <laughs> Gotcha. And it kind of, kind of keeps you together that way, too, I'm sure. Yes. Well, and John downplays, like John was traveling for paranormal investigations yes, yes. to some pretty major, like haunted places um, that Already are you know, no yeah. notorious for these things. Like what was the one you went to? Waverly? Waverly um, Hills, yep. Oh, yeah. and, and he's been like to Jerome, to like some super haunted, like he and Kevin, Kevin, our original um, co-host, he was also part of that investigative team and they traveled together and did conducted these paranormal investigations with these big paranormal teams. So <laughs> he acts like, well, I'm just tinkering around a little. Mm -hmm. No, he did a lot. Well, since Ashley yes, dropped yes. the bomb, you're going to have to talk about Waverly, John. I want to hear about it. Oh, there you <laughs> go. 
we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. <laughs> we'll get right. there. We're here. Perfect segue. <laughs> Go back into what, well, you know, you with everything like he asked, you know. Come on now. I mean, my experiences could take up quite a few episodes. Uh, I got time. I, there's a reason. Yeah, <laughs> my family grew up, like, I grew up with my mom calling me the ghost magnet. So <laughs> I, I've had, like, since I was, before I could remember, I have had experiences. And the only reason I say before I could remember is um, other people, when I was very young, like toddler, would see me interacting with stuff that didn't quite make sense um and not like oh i'm playing with an imaginary friend but there was something about my demeanor that made people feel unsettled when i was interacting with stuff that they couldn't see <laughs> so now do you still have those experiences well i don't thankfully see anything um i have not been cursed with the sight of seeing spirits but um i shouldn't say that so me no mediumship yeah. basically yeah yeah no. okay well i do i do still retain um a certain high level of i guess you would say sensitivity to different energies so um sometimes you know i call it downshifting i'll completely downshift to where i just don't feel anything other than what my three basic human you know seasight here are going to allow me to experience. But if I'm truly like open to just experiencing what's around me, I can feel typically energies in the room. And sometimes they do not feel human. Um, and, and I have experienced things where, you know, hear chairs moving around in the other room while we're recording the podcast. And I go out there and it's like, nope, chairs are still where they were. <laughs> I've had experiences like that. Yeah. And, and all I can think of is poltergeist, right? Where they like chairs moved across the kitchen and I'm like, nope. Stack themselves, I don't yeah. Wanna, yep, I don't want to see a chair moving <laughs> around. This is not that kind of house. Um, as much, they tease me as much as I experience stuff when I don't, like I really don't want to. I experience so much of it and they're the opposite. They're like, oh my gosh, I want all of that. And I'm like, please take it. <laughs> you can have it. Yes, yes. That's fair. <laughs> Poor Ashley. No, but I come from a, a Hispanic background and as much as they believe in the supernatural and that kind of mystical healing to an extent they really do not talk about interacting with spirits like if the supernatural from a paranormal perspective is still very taboo and so i was kind of raised to you don't say anything about what you're experiencing because they're gonna think that it's demons or something's trying to possess you or you're evil or whatever Catholic and Church. so it's just very yeah, big, so it's just yeah. like, just be quiet. And it's like, oh, okay, I won't say anything. But um, it's it, John knows this. Over the past few years, having the podcast, I went from like, I'm not saying anything about my personal experiences, to more and more I've been willing to say, okay, this is what happened. <laughs> well, I think it's good yes. to get that out, though. I mean, even if nobody believes you, you've got an outlet to talk about it. Which well, I think like she I think said, that yeah. Catholic church system really does. Catholicism is very deep. big in Hispanic culture. Very big. Mm -hmm. My, our friend's husband, he doesn't, 
He thinks it's weird that we do this podcast. This from the woman who everybody thinks is Spanish but isn't. Oh yeah, I'm getting all my <laughs> my 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 you know save flex alerts and stuff in Spanish. I'm like, um, my Spanish is Xfinity fair but not in good. <laughs> She's actually Italian. She's Sicilian. Sicilian Italian, yeah. <laughs> but because her last name Camito, they think, oh, she must be Spanish, and they start sending her stuff in Spanish. Everything is in Spanish. <laughs> Come back to podcast. <laughs> come back to no, no. Come back to us. Yes. Yeah. Por favor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, come back. Uh, Por favor. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, so it's, now it's been it's been an adventure, mm -hmm. and like you said, you just have to be able to get it out. But unfortunately, because of that conditioning and like that battling of you don't talk about it. I just kind of had to heavy lean into the it's not real and and like over logic it over science it right mm -hmm. to the point where it's not logical anymore <laughs> and um it's like well maybe this 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 and happen because the planets aligned because of mars and nasa and it's just like no no that's not it so, did you say nasa mars and nasa <laughs> i don't know i was just throwing <laughs> well nasa and mars aligns maybe we'll get that mars jump <laughs> and, and it's, it's funny because you know early on ashley and and i agree with her on this one she didn't like the term ghost hunting because you know hunting mm -hmm. you know it just doesn't sound right you're hunting these ghosts whatever i'm like how rude so trying to explain it to her i was like all right well it's not really hunting i guess it's more investigating and more of that and, yeah. and it's just funny to i call it basically ashley's growing time because from season one you know skeptic ish and not wanting to believe stuff and learning different things in season one and then going into season two for us she learned more and it's just it's just funny watching her get answers that she didn't know she was really looking for and and just seeing her her whole perspective change on everything so i just i absolutely love seeing that happen so so do you still yeah, consider yourself on a, a paranormal investigation this weekend oh cool yes so do you still consider yourself a bit of a skeptic um i think i'll always be uh, skeptical to an extent so i'm less likely to over logic something to mm -hmm. the point of mars nasa right but i'm still <laughs> going to not jump right into is a ghost um <laughs> well no i think that's healthy actually i mean it's 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 one thing to be a skeptic exactly. it's another thing to be a, a non-believer or a debunker or you know somebody who just can look at something that's paranormal and still deny it even though they've right. seen the evidence you know and then there's the other the other Spectrum or the other side where they believe everything. everything, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, a skeptical mind, yeah. I think, is really yeah. good to have when you're doing a paranormal investigation. Notice I didn't say yes. ghost hunting, <laughs> except yeah. watch. I'm gonna be there like this weekend and just be like, I don't even know. Someone's gonna sneeze and I'll be like, It's a ghost to run out. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, oh, don't let me sneeze around you. Oh my god, I'm gonna freak out and it just. <laughs> I keep trying to prepare myself if like this, it's going to be okay. If the woman next the to me sneezes prepared. during the podcast, you will run from the room. I guarantee it. <laughs> she silenced a Walmart. Like, <laughs> I will highly, it's highly likely I will be like escorting myself out. Like I'm going to be easy my way towards the door. And they're just, are you okay? <laughs> Nothing's even happened. Like, no, I'm good. <laughs> well, I think, I think, I think once you... It, once it happens, you will you will catch the bug. You will be hooked, and then you're going to say, "Hey, John, let's go investigate something." No, 
<laughs> you forget I've already had the experiences. I've had the like intense um, interactions. It's not something I enjoy. But I also feel like I've never done something in a group setting mm-hmm. that kind of bridged that gap. It's always been reactionary, right? Like this is occurring in this present moment and I'm alone. Or maybe I'm not alone, but it's maybe one other person and it's a very panicking moment. Mm -hmm. Whereas with this, I feel like it's almost going in in a semi-controlled setting because you can't control this. But um, you're going in in the semi-controlled setting where you're establishing the connection, you're trying to communicate. And so I think that is maybe what's going to help a little more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're still going to panic. Safety in numbers. Come on now. So would you would you agree with that then, John? That it's easier to investigate as a group than individually. Sometimes, I mean, it depends on the person. Like, I I enjoy. I've hosted different um, investigations where we've done public investigations of of certain buildings and stuff. And it just depends on the people that you're with. if you have a lot of people who don't believe and are super skeptical and just kind of downplaying the whole thing, nothing's going to happen. And it's just, it makes everybody kind of bummed out. So I say go in with an open mind and just let the experience happen and see what happens. I think the group mentality can be harmful sometimes too, though, because I've seen some of the videos that, are out there of paranormal investigations and john knows this about me i get really irritated when i see like group the group mentality where one person starts insulting the spirits to try and get them to respond or react and then the whole rest of the group starts feeding into it and they're all mocking and mimicking and insulting and provoking yeah and i'm like that is extremely rude if someone came into my home and started calling me names and you know mimicking me or mocking me yeah i throw a chair at you too and then they're like, I don't understand why this ghost is so malevolent. And it's like, really? You think about what you just did. Think about what you just did, what you just did yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like if someone came in your home and did that to you, you'd probably have a few choice behaviors too. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I I, I don't. And, and a lot of what I experience with paranormal investigations, like what I TV, YouTube, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I had originally gotten that disposition of, I don't like this. I don't like ghost hunting. One, right. that just sounds mean. You're out to hunt a ghost. I'm going to get me a ghost trophy. Um, but also, the manner of it, like the fact that it's mean and it's uh, oftentimes to get them to react, it's provoking and it's not nice. It's not kind. And if these are truly spirits that are stuck and can't move on, like that's insult to injury, right? They're stuck. They can't move on to whatever the next step is. And now we're going to yell at them and call them names. Mm-hmm. That's right. not so cool. We had the same so. conversation. Uh, was it a couple, two, three, three weeks? A couple weeks back. A few yeah. weeks back. Same conversation. We have the same feelings about this that you do. Yeah, we prefer more Scooby-Doo and less Ghostbusters. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we, in John has a friend that he used to do investigations with, and he brought her on to the episode because he's like, I'm going to pair her with Ashley, and that's mm. going to probably help um, yes. me le- be less abrasive about how I feel about it. And it worked because the way she walked me through her investigations and just everything she does, I was like, okay. 
Okay, I see the softer side. I see the kinder just trying to contact and communicate and truly be curious versus let me kick you while you're down and take a yep. picture of it. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and of course, they're not going to show that side on TV. And being part of this team, which is why I brought her on, because I got to work with her. I got to learn that way of things and respect the dead, basically. You want to treat them as if they are still living. You want to just ask them questions. You don't want to demand anything. If they don't want to show up, they don't want to show up. Stuff happens, man. It's just like we don't want to show up sometimes. Yeah, and that's the thing with some of these ghost hunting shows. Sorry, I used the word. I apologize. Paranormal <laughs> investigation they programs. Call them, they call themselves <laughs> ghost hunting I know. shows. The I mean, that's what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's like anytime they go in, hey, something happens. And that's not the case. We've been on a few investigations where absolutely nothing has happened. And, oh, yeah. and and that's more the norm than anything else, I would say. And we've been on some that were just creepy as all get out. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I've had investigations where nothing's happened, and you're just like, all right, well, nobody wants to show up tonight. That's that's cool. You know, whatever. We'll come back another time. Have a good night and see ya. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's nothing pretty... happened that you're aware of. Right, that I'm aware of. You know, mm -hmm. could have gotten EVPs and stuff. <laughs> Maybe that shadow moved behind you. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Sounds like there's a story behind that. We did an episode last night about paranormal games that people play. And one of them oh, involved having your back to shadows. Or I'm sorry, having your back to something and watching the shadows on the wall to see if it responds. Yes. Yeah. I don't think we covered that one. No. We did we did an episode on, on, on creepy games to play in the dark, we called it. And, yep. uh, nice. yep. you know, we didn't yep. do that, but we had like the Bloody Mary, of course, and elevator game and, and, you know, stuff like yes. that. Yep. That's yeah. honestly one of my favorite, like, to me, this could sound wrong, but light topics because it's, it's just like, oh my gosh, people actually play this. And you read through all of these and it's just, it's, it's almost comical and alarming all at the same time. And then it, it's like you ask yourself, well, if I had to play one of these, what would I play? And I, so far, I'm still at a, I don't think I'd play any of them. Yeah, I don't think oh, yeah. out of like the two different episodes that we did, I don't think there was any that you'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe. Sure, I'll go with that one. <laughs> no, those are the kind of games where someone says, let's do this on a dare, and then dares you to play. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. Even though they probably really don't want to do it either, you know. Exactly. But, but then the group mentality kicks in and suddenly everybody's doing it. <laughs> you know, it's spreading, though. I feel like this this idea of these ritualistic dark games that I don't know why, but a friend of mine sent me a picture of his daughter's slumber party to-do list. And it was like 40 items. And these girls are 10, 11 and I was like, wow, they've got all sorts of, you know, they can polish each other's nails and eat pizza and dance party and karaoke. Awesome. And then randomly in there, like way in the list is summon a demon at 3 a.m. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not even light as a feather, stiff as a board. We're just going nope. full summon. Summon Let's a go. demon at wow. 3 a.m. And wow. I'm, I'm like, can I talk to your daughter? Because I want to know, like. <laughs> Is that for real? And if so, what is your plan? What what are you gonna what are you using? What is going on? Um, and then I tell my friend, you know, well if, if they're successful, you're on your own. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm reminded of that picture of the kids in the summoning circle with the with the captain saying, Let's summon demons. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, yes. I know. I think, yeah. Yeah, from like the fun with Dick and Jane books, they have yeah, that sort the, of illustration. The yeah. Sil- yeah, the illustration yep. from Dick and Jane, yeah. I've seen that shirt. Do they have it? Is it at the Halloween store? I saw that. I think so, yeah. They yeah, had a couple of the them. Summoning a Demon. Yes. That's funny. I bet They've they had do. pictures on Facebook, too, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, what sort of... Waverly Hills, John. Yeah, Waverly I, Hills. we might as well get into that. Come on, John. <laughs> yes. All right. So, again, I went with with the team, the, the lady that we had on. Uh, it was her team. I had just joined this team, so I was super excited. And I had been on investigations that I've done myself at, like, parks and stuff like that. But this was my first major major place to go to so i'm like sweet let's do this i can't wait i need to get out of the state anyway let's go and so kevin and i we ended up driving with two of the team members everybody else flew up and we got there a day or so early we drove by there they don't really let you drive too close to it because of no windows and everybody breaks in and kind of you know stuff like that so we didn't get too close on the first night but when we got to investigate that was that was some fun stuff um we returned we turned on our recorders while we were setting up cameras and equipment and everything. And that's actually when I got most of my EVPs was when we were just messing around and talking and joking around because they're like, Hey, we're here. This is what you're here for. Talk to us. Hello. And, um, I remember going back and listening to a couple and we were just like talking about something. It was Kevin and I, we were talking and then all of a sudden I heard my name. I see a thumbs up. Sorry about that. <laughs> Adrian's just trying to t- subtly tell you how long before we have to take a break. Oh, <laughs> I figured. Is that five or six? Five. Yeah, it was five at the moment. Well, it's closer to four now. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Anyway, continue. Sorry. So, yeah. So, you know, I go back and I listen and, and I get a, an EVP that says my name. It's like, John, hello. And I'm like, Kevin and I were the only ones in that hallway. Everybody else was on a different floor. So I know it wasn't him because he was talking in the middle of it, and that was pretty cool. So I was I was excited about that. I was like, all right, it's the first time I've really heard my name being called, which was exciting to me. Ashley would probably crap her pants, but hey. <laughs> this is a family show. That's okay. I say crap all the time. It's fine. Yeah. So there. <laughs> I crap my I was pants too. To probably. Edit him. Like I said, she I probably would crap my pants too. <laughs> um. And then there were like 11 of us. So we did split up into two different groups and each take two different floors at the time. And there was one lady that we had on there who was super into all of this and she didn't want to be touched or any of that, which you know was understandable. Of course, you know, if you don't want to be touched, you don't want to be touched by a ghost. But we were on the, I can't remember what floor it was, but we were playing basically hide and seek with shadow figures on this floor. So it's completely dark. There's no lights. There's no electricity except for down in the, um, like the souvenir shop down there. And in one spot on the first floor where we had all of our equipment plugged in and there's no windows because they, you know, took them all down and everything. It used to be a tuberculosis hospital, so it was good for the air back when it was open and all that. So they just left all that the way that it was. How much time we got? Oh, we're good. We're good. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So we're standing in the middle of the hallway, and, and we're looking left, and we can see the shadows, you know, moving 
back and forth down the hall and we're it's pretty far down and then so we're like all right we're going to close our eyes and we're going to look over to the right and then we do that and then they're over there they're not on the left anymore like i would look and, and see if i was seeing things or whatever but no they'd be over on the right side and at one point i actually felt like a whoosh behind my back and my shirt moved and um the, the lady she's like i can feel him coming close i can feel him coming close and not knowing at the time i actually got an evp that when she was saying that there was one that said behind you <laughs> oh gosh and i oh. think that was at the same time that it you know had touched my shirt because i was standing next to her during the time and so it had passed us and said behind you as she was saying that touched my shirt and went on the other side i played that for her and she almost went in tears she was so freaked out i'm like well you know it's kind of what we do it's what we wanted right. <laughs> it wasn't they, this wasn't is why like we're here yeah, she's saying it's coming close it's coming close and you're thinking it's already here yeah. <laughs> it's not like and, it was a and threatening it tells thing. us it's there it's like i'm right behind you it's like hello <laughs> for yeah sure. that was that was one of the best experiences i've had for sure Okay, John, I got a question for you. Since you went to Waverly, yes, sir. did you see yes, the, sir. did you see the shadow man? I saw some shadow people, but not the shadow man. Okay, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. How right. do you know the difference? Like is there some like signature thing about him that differentiates him from like the shadow people? It was taller and yeah i was pretty sure he's taller than all the other ones that okay. that and he haunts one specific location in the hospital right so you know you know, always yeah. i guess the uh, the uh, the guides will tell you this is the hallway where the shadow man is you know you keep an eye out for him you might see him crawling around in the dark so yeah i was just yeah, curious luckily about that. enough we didn't <laughs> <laughs> Well, luckily, unluckily, I don't know. How, how do you feel about it? Well, I mean, depending. I mean, he, he definitely creeped me out when I did hear about it and when, you know, I, I've seen because they have pictures all over the place. But, yeah, so I wasn't sure. Uh, it was enough with with the smaller ones that were playing hide and seek. That was that was okay for me. So I was, I was good with that. Mm -hmm. Were you able to catch any of that on video? Um, I didn't have video, and I'm not sure if anybody else actually got any. We were supposed to have this big group meeting and put all of our evidence together and, and we were filming a documentary at the time and it just unfortunately didn't happen so i don't know what anybody else caught oh, okay yeah well as long as you saw it that's the important thing you got that personal experience there right and there were five of us that saw it so it was all you know so mm -hmm. five people saw it at the same time so that was pretty cool Cool, and i think that's more important than getting actual video evidence anyway it just you know you, you saw it you know it's there in your heart, you know it's real. Right, yeah. You're never going to convince people who don't believe anyway, and, and I'm not trying to. So Yeah, even yeah. if you show them evidence, they're not always going to believe it. Yep, exactly. What's the most haunted place that you've been to, John? Um, or Waverly like a would, place that has the most activity? I was going to say, Waverly Hills was the most that I've been to. Uh, I've had experiences at the Stanley Hotel up here in Estes Park. Okay. Um, I've had like the bed shake and move and oddly enough I, I took my daughter lila uh up there when she was 
I don't know, nine for her birthday. She wanted, cause she was into the same stuff and uh, she wanted to go. So I picked her up from school. We drove up after school and spent a day or two there. And it was literally the first night that we were there. We're watching The Shining and she passes out and all of a sudden the bed starts moving and I'm like, I'm not doing it. She's too small. She's asleep. She's not moving. So I wake her up. I'm like, hey, hey, wake up. Bed's moving. She looks at me. She's like, uh-huh. Okay. And then falls back asleep. I'm like, this is what we're here for. What are you doing? <laughs> maybe she's so, playing with the twins in her sleep. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. But don't like, she was okay. Us. And then like the next morning, she didn't even remember me waking her up. She's just like, I don't remember any of that. Just like it was too early. Yeah. And it wasn't even early. It was like 8 o'clock at night. But she was just passed out from school and all that. So it was, it was just kind of funny. Her first experience that she could have had at the hotel she was asleep for so <laughs> sounds like trying to wake you up in the morning sometimes uh-huh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just trying to help you out i mean it takes a lot of energy to cause activity i imagine if you don't have like a meat suit to go along with right it, so. yeah can you, so imagine the, can, can you imagine the disappointment in the ghost when you don't wake the person up <laughs> Right? They're like, well, I tried, I guess, whatever. It didn't work. <laughs> Just kind of, darn it. <laughs> now to take another 82 years to muster up that energy. <laughs> right. Like that, yeah. <laughs> so you have, you, you both have background in filmmaking. That's correct? I do. Ashley does, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to get in, but not really at the same time. I like, I like to write and I'm trying to write a script and I've slacked on it a lot. Ashley's helped me out a little bit with some of it, but um, I should use her more for that. <laughs> so, so what have you done, Ashley, as far as the filmmaking career goes? Um, I do mostly like I did a lot of short films, I guess, short like horror films, and okay. then um, I done I've done a lot of commercial work, like working to do like actual commercials, I guess, uh, for companies like, well, it doesn't matter the names of the companies, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's mostly been my background is doing that kind of stuff. I've helped projects, uh, develop themselves a little more like creatively, but pr from the production side. So how to get organized and, um, how to how to i've done like script revisions so i have a lot of friends that do horror feature films that they send me their script to kind of clean up i guess um cool. and so that's kind of what i do that's what that's with the film world um trying to think i did have a horror film festival for a few years that was born in the pandemic uh because i do have a lot of friends that are filmmakers it was something to help them showcase their films because the entertainment industry got hit pretty hard because of COVID. everything stopped oh, yeah. and there was no really like future in terms of like hey we see the end insights so we um Kevin and I created the film festival and John was one of our awesome selection committee members. Yes, um, that was fun. And, and we just, you know, we wanted to celebrate and showcase filmmakers. And so ours year one was just horror and sci-fi year two. We expanded it to drama and abstract as well, but the horror was the, the best. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Can't argue with that. Yeah. And we got in 
international submissions. So we got a lot of people yeah. watching from around the world too. And um, that was probably my favorite part was seeing how many people were looking for um, something like that. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure. I'm like, I'm going to be surprised if we get 14 submissions. <laughs> and we ended up getting way more than that. So, way more than that. I was like, John, I don't know how we're going to watch these all. <laughs> I know. Like, it was a couple months, and she's like, I don't know. I was like, I'm going to try to do like five a day. <laughs> we're going to try and get as many as we can. Well, here's so. what you do you start with a giant tub of popcorn. I mean, bathtub size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you find and a nice, comfortable place was, to sit. Yeah. The hard part was there were so many good films. Yeah. It was hard um, to choose. It wasn't easy, like, okay, all these are off, or, you know, not our cup of tea, but this one's good. There were so many good ones, and I was like, oh, gosh, we only have so many hours of programming. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was pretty awesome. There was one film that got submitted that was, like, um, it was called Invocation. And this girl is sitting on her bed and she's got a blood in a chalice or blood inside of a chalice. And she's repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And she's pouring, like rubbing blood on herself. And this film was beautifully shot. The color, the saturation was fantastic. The sound over time throughout the film, her voice is not alone. And it becomes over, like very gradually taken over by like a, a demonic voice, and it is one of the most disturbing films I've watched. I left that, like watching that film, and I messaged Kevin, and I was like, "Do we just become part of an actual ceremony?" <laughs> Come, because I'm a little scared that was real, um, and and it was just it was humorous, but. Kevin teases me to this day because after I screened it the first time, I wouldn't watch it anymore with the sound on. And so, because we had to, when, when you put the whole program together, you have to keep testing it and stream streaming it to make sure it works. So we kept testing it and watching the whole thing. And he would text me when that one was going to come on and say, okay, mute your TV. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. Quick. <laughs> yeah. That one, that, that one was that good one though. Caught under my skin. Mm -hmm. oh, that one was intense yeah. for sure. I liked that one. But. No, that's awesome. I mean, these days it's hard for myself anyway. It's hard for me to find something that truly scares me in film. Um, <laughs> exactly, it's hard so, to find so good many, scary movies. So much anyway. of what you watch is just the old tropes, and you get kind of desensitized to it all after a while. Um, it just becomes very familiar. Uh, mm -hmm. The scenes feel borrowed, and I don't think it's intentional. It's not like someone wrote a script and said, you know, oh, I'm going to borrow from The Exorcist, or I'm going to do this. I think oftentimes it's sub it's a subconscious thing. You retained it so far deep in because it, like, it really got to you that when you're writing, you don't realize that that memory, that energy is what you're putting in because that's what terrified you or that's what you associate with hauntings or possessions. And I mean, really, how many different ways can you show possessing like a human being? I don't know. Maybe you can. I don't know. Yeah. Well, lots of tried. Um, so now on a personal note for the two of you, since we're talking about films, I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite type of horror movie? Would it be the jump scares, the gore, or would it be the storytelling if it tells a really good story and kind of pulls you in? What gets you My the most? My favorite genre 
is vampires. All day, every day. I love vampire, mm-hmm. the vampire genre. I will watch the campiest, most like awful vampire movies and still love it. Um, I, I think my discretion meter goes way down when I watch vampire films because <laughs> okay. it'll have like 5% Rotten Tomatoes and I'm like, oh my gosh, I loved it. So you're um, into the cheesy horror. That's good. Uh, so I like cheesy horror. We love the cheese over here. I love cheesy horror. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that that specific subgenre. I think with horror, everything else, I think I tend to be a little bit more like really, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I'm like that's not realistic, and it's like but vampires are. Yeah, it just it, it makes no sense. Um, so I love the vampire genre, but when it turn in terms of like what you were asking, mm-hmm. I love the story more than anything else. When the story sells me, then it doesn't matter if the technical isn't that great. It doesn't matter if the budget was low because as long as that story is there and the actors can sell it i'm all in definitely and i think is that i think that's why sam raimi has a career these days <laughs> so how about you john yeah I, I agree with ashley on the storytelling for sure um as for genre i don't know i'm a I'm a slasher person. I like my slashers. Gotta love the '80s. Um, they did it well. <laughs> but you also, I feel like your favorite though is Scream. Of course, yeah, Scream. <laughs> I will never deny that. Scream all day, every day, all four the TV series, all of it. Let's oh yeah, I think. all of it. <laughs> yeah, I think Adrian yeah. would agree with you on that. Scream's one. good. I've always been partial to Nightmare though. Yeah, you were a Nightmare Sorry. fan. Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. I mean, yes, I like them all. Freddy. I like them all. I like it, but Nightmare just, I don't know why. It's always been my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy is my number one, like, fright hero. So if you can call him a hero. hero. <laughs> my, my fright villain. I have my two loves, Freddy Krueger and Pinhead. from uh-huh. Oscar, so. Oh, and vampires. <laughs> well, see, the <laughs> vampires are their own. That's their own. Oh, angels. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let, let me let me try something real quick here. I'll name a vampire, and you tell me your immediate reaction. Let's say. Okay. So. Uh, if you say anyone from Twilight, I'll kick you in the knee. Those aren't vampires. Thank you. I'm just making sure we're on the same page. Those are those are glittery superhumans of some sort. There you sparkly unicorn. There you go. Okay, um, let's start with, of course, Dracula. Which one? Um, Which one? <laughs> no, that's a very good question. <laughs> let's start with the with the old with the old master there, Bela Lugosi. Oh, love him! He is the original, and there's something. And I'm going to say this because not everyone may agree, but I think there's a humor to him because back then you had to kind of really overact to sell that I'm a bumper. And so there's like that slight humor that I love, but then there's the danger. Um, I, I really, I love Lugosi's Dracula, but my number one Dracula is um, Gary Oldman, Bram Stoker's yes! Dracula. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I love Gary Oldman's Dracula. Sorry, that was going to be my next question. Oh, man. <laughs> sorry. So have you ever seen the uh, Spanish version of the 32 Dracula? I did not. I heard it was, I think Kevin's the one that told me that they made uh, using the same production Mm -hmm, set and mm -hmm. everything. I never saw the Spanish one though. Have you? I have not, but I I understand that it's a much better production than the, than the uh, English version. 
I need I'm, to find it. Yeah, I'm kind of excited yes. to see it myself. Or something I am to currently watching um, <laughs> Billy the Kid versus Dracula. So, like, not right now, but in, you know, this week. Um, we're supposed to be watching obscure vampire films for an upcoming episode. And mm -hmm. so I am watching Billy the Kid versus Dracula. And let me tell you, that is just weird. <laughs> it sounds weird. <laughs> it is. I've, I've, I've seen it, actually. It, it, is, weird. it is weird. It's fun, but it is weird. It's fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, um, what was that one with the, the aliens versus cowboys? Or is cowboys it cowboys versus aliens? Oh, cowboys versus aliens, yeah. That's I mean, actually that playable fun. on Hulu right now, I think. What'd you say? That's playable on Hulu right now. I oh, ran across okay. it the other night. <laughs> Just a, just I, I enjoyed that. I like anything versus anything, mm -hmm. like whether it's aliens versus predators, aliens versus cowboys. Like when they mash up worlds, that's just good fun for me. <laughs> Are you anticipating? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of vampires and everything, and and I don't know how you feel about Anne Rice's vampire world or not, but um, they're they're com the show premieres October second. Uh, interview with the vampire. The interview. The, 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 yeah, the, the miniseries or the. And they're tying it in with the Mayfair witches. I, I, are you excited about it, or you know, I am because I am an Anne Rice. I loved the Anne Rice books. Oh, and so did so I. I. I eat them. Yeah, same here. I, I am big on the Anne Rice books. Uh, my favorite vampire was Marius. So um, I think <laughs> it could be. I don't. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic because I feel like they. A, lot of what the the you know film world has heard is like that you got to stay true to the books because they, they're flopping when they don't mm -hmm. like um so many of these series have not done well in the past that have you know been rebooted or based off of books yeah. and so i hope that they're gonna do better by it because i'm also like i am super stoked for the new hellraiser series coming to hulu yeah. oh cool um I don't know about that one. yeah that one and it's gonna be a female pinhead so that's the, what is it, the, the priestess, the hell priestess. And mm -hmm. so I'm excited for that. They've been releasing photos of the new pinhead. And I'm like, yes, that's exciting. But yeah, um, I, I really hope they get more into the world of the Cenobites. I'd like to see yeah, it from there. Yeah, me too. Um, did you, speaking of all the, did you happen to see the, the series, the three, three season series of uh, Discovery of Witches? Yes, I did. did I you liked like it. That. She liked it. She's smiling. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. It was a random happenstance. Like those ads that blow up all over, like you're scrolling and they keep popping up. That was one that kept popping up on my Facebook feed, I think. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, they did, they got me. Like <laughs> they got me. And I'm like, I'll just watch one episode. Did you not and like see, it? Not you, him. I, He's nope. shaking oh. his head. <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm just, yeah, no, I never saw it. I think we've been excluded from the conversation, I thought, like, I'll watch one, and then one became two, and then by the end of the night, I was halfway through the season, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to run out, and then what am I going to do? I actually, I, I enjoyed it. How about you? Oh, I've, I've enjoyed it. My husband's kind of eh on it on the second season. Well, but... I read the first book. He, he that's what got me intrigued book, in it. It was I a really say. good book. I couldn't get through the second one, though. And that's kind of where it lost me in the series, too. By the second season, I wasn't really kind of into it anymore. Yeah, I enjoyed it mightily. I, I thought it was very well done. Um, he said the first season was very true to the book, so mm -hmm. I didn't read the books. Normally, I read books before I watch anything. So, <laughs> But 
I did the reverse. So, um, and, and I liked, uh, I feel like if you haven't read books and you, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna watch a TV show, um, watch the TV series first. By the way, because the books are always better. Yeah, by the way, I gotta, I gotta say, sorry, Deborah, I didn't read the second book completely. My apologies. I, she and I have talked before. After she wrote the first book, I talked to her for a while. But, uh, oh, wow, that's yeah, awesome. Not, not really to name drop. I'm sorry about that. But I just want to say sorry, Deborah. <laughs> still read sometimes, sometimes when you're excited, you got a name drop. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, I, I didn't know. Um, I don't know much about the interview. I've heard the, you know, the rumblings, but I haven't heard much about the interview with the Vampire Series. I'm going to watch it. But um, what other series? I feel like there's another one coming out, too. And I know they keep talking about a Lost Boy series, and I hope that dies. Yeah, but no. yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> That's how I feel about that one. I, I continuously kind of, hope that that just gets put right back in the box. I am but, kind of looking forward to seeing Wednesday. That's the one I want to see. Wednesday. Yes, the yeah. trailer looks so good. Everybody is so pissed off about it, though. I don't understand. I'm like, you know, it looks good. Well, I think I do. I think I think they're looking at it and thinking this is what they did with. With Archie Comics, when they did Riverdale, it's what they did with Sabrina. Yeah. You know, they're oh, afraid they're going they're, they're to take it Sabrina. and go from the funny <laughs> Adams family to something more serious, and it's just not going to be as good. And that's kind of kind of where I'm at right now. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hopeful it's good, but I don't want them to turn it on its head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love Jenna Ortega though. She's a great actress. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least she was. She was pretty good in Scream Four or Five. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I thought she did. Be- I honestly thought she did better acting wise than the lead. So I was like, "Well, that's interesting." That's right. John's, like, John's like, "Which which Scream am I talking about now?" I lost track. <laughs> the, the, the new one, the five. I know. I messed up. I messed up. I, just, I can't believe I messed up. I'm like, "Oh, I love all the screams." Ha ha. Four. No, wait. It's five. I mix them all. I mean, just we we mix everything up, like Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> we do the same oh, thing. Yes. It's like That's was true. that two, five, eight, or eleven? I don't know. <laughs> it was all, fun. That's they all what it run was. together after a while. Yes, <laughs> it was just fun. So getting back um, to getting back to vampire reaction. Sorry. <laughs> one word reaction. Yeah, vampires. One word. One word reaction. Jerry Dandridge. Ah. Love. <laughs> we have done a full like. I don't even. I feel like. Well, okay, we haven't done a full episode on Jerry Dandridge. He's oh. made a lot of appearances in our episodes. Yes, yes, I don't know. I said the name, and John looks like he's done. <laughs> I think I've even opened one of our episodes with "Welcome to Bright Night." You have, and I believe it was the Vampires episode, probably. It probably was. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, yes, love Jerry Dandridge. Old one, not remake. I don't care. Yeah, Colin Farrell made a lousy Jerry Dandridge, in my opinion. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Not that yeah. I'm just like Colin Farrell, but just no. <laughs> the original was better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Well, take David Tennant. Okay, David Tennant's not bad, but like yeah. I said, the original He's was no better. He's no Roddy McDowell, but David Tennant did, an all, did a pretty good better. job. There. <laughs> Definitely. The okay. Old is still better. Okay. How about. What's his name? Um, <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Love at first bite. Richard Hamilton. I don't remember. Did you ever see Love at First Bite? I 
it sounds familiar, and I have it's to. Back in the seventies. Google it out. Yes. It wasn't the Jim Carrey one, was it? No, no, that was that once was bitten. Once bitten. Yeah, that's right. Which I loved also. Cheesy or that was fun. Cheesy stuff. I'm looking. Oh, George Hamilton. Yeah, it was. Yes, okay, George Hamilton. Because that was the funny yeah. one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. right from the start, he's playing the piano, and the, the, the wolves and everything are howling, and he's all, Children of the Night! Shut, Shut up! up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that was, I remember that one. Yes, that was funny. Vampire in Brooklyn? That was good. I, I liked that one, and I liked him. Yeah. Axel Foley is a vampire. Right? <laughs> did uh, you know they're making another Beverly Hills Cop? Yes, I yes, did. Unfortunately, Beverly Hills Cop, yes, Axel Foley, and I agree with you completely, John. <laughs> yes, I don't think they need to do, do it. There doesn't need to be another one. There really doesn't. <laughs> they should have stopped it too. Three wasn't the greatest, but you know I do enjoy I'll, Eddie Murphy. I'll take so. as much Axel Foley as I can get. I'll be honest. Yes. And Eddie Murphy's in it, so I'll take it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, let's see. Where were we? Um, I can't think of any of the vampires off the top of my head. Brain's gone. Is that terrible or what? No, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> it's horrible. How dare you? How dare I? <laughs> we have Blade. We have also a good movie. Michael. We have David. We have. <laughs> okay, I got one for you. I got one for you. Bunicula. Ah, Benicula's the best. I loved those books. When so I did I. Those books were so cute when I was a kid. I loved it so much. I'm pretty sure I have Benicula on a bookshelf out there. So I, Yeah, I do somewhere too, for sure. I don't anymore. I lost all my childhood stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I had those books. I you, you name it, I had it. I just, anything remotely spooky as a kid, I had it. So I don't have many of my childhood books, and I will say I did not carry that one forward. That's something I actually bought like a few years ago. <laughs> I, I did keep my Lord of the Rings books, though, from when I was younger. Well, you so, got to uh, do that. Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> you know what? We all are. Join the club. I got the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. I, I even have the Cimmerillion. Instead of bedtime <laughs> stories when I was little, I had to read books to my father. I read the Lord of the Rings books to him, the whole series. Oh, I had to read The awful. Hobbit to him. I, all these books I had to read to my father as a child when I was little. When I, I learned to read really early too. So apparently you're reading Lord of the Rings. <laughs> not to too, not to well, my dad was with me. I mean, it wasn't like I was reading it on my own, but it was. It I would read to him. That was bedtime. He helped so. you with the big words. We sounded right. things we do, out. We do Harry Potter in our house. That's like the read to each other <laughs> stories. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I've read Harry Potter to you before. Yeah, I was although sick. I'm gonna have to cut it like at probably a, <laughs> I don't know, Deathly Hallows, no, Half Blood Prince, probably when it gets really dark. Yeah, yeah, there is a point more where it's actually becoming a children's book and more of a serious adult book, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, they're still good, but not for little ones, little, little ones, at least. Yeah, definitely not. So we strayed away. <laughs> but no, I, th I think it's great that you guys are, are doing the podcast. I mean, you guys cover all sorts of grounds like us. I mean, you do, you talk about the paranormal, you talk about movies. Um, is there one paranormal subject amongst everything you've done so far that was your favorite? Yeah, I like that. For me, it was the, the paranormal games one. Um, well, both of them now, because we've just recorded the second episode. I didn't realize that we were going to go in and 
actually have it be humorous. Like I figured this is a scary topic. This is kind of, it, it's really creepy. So let's do something super creepy with it. And it ended up flipping completely around. And, and it was, we were serious about it when we needed to be, but we joked about it a lot. And it just, every time I listen to it, cause I'll go back and I'll listen to every, episodes every once in a while. I still laugh my butt off. Like some of the stuff is just absolutely hilarious and I hope everybody else finds it that way too and that they actually learn a little bit of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I think there's some aspects of the paranormal you've got to laugh. You, no matter yeah. how dark it is, something's going to happen here in, on the podcast and it's going to strike you as funny. And I don't think it's it's insulting in any way. I mean, sometimes laughter is a release. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a, oftentimes I think it's like a, a combination between a nervous laughter mm-hmm. and also like we got to lighten this up because it is going really <laughs> dark. And so it's just that tension relief, right? Like, because oh, yeah. otherwise it's just too heavy and too intense. And so I, I know like I am just like probably the biggest culprit of making jokes when I shouldn't make jokes. But um, that just sometimes these things are like you guys do this sometimes these stories really are scary they are intense they are unnerving and so you have to do something to break the ice because otherwise you're scared and you're you're like you going to bed that way so it's just like you know what i'm just gonna make a little joke here Mm -hmm. who'd like to hear a punny joke right (laughs) it's funny because it reminds me of uh Joey from Friends when he's reading The Shining and he throws it in the freezer to take a break. He's just like, it's too scary. I have to throw it in the freezer. <laughs> so that's kind of how I feel about it. <laughs> jokes in between. There's us throwing it in the freezer for a little bit, kind of making light of the subject. So. We'll just let it marinate for a while over on the side, yeah. <laughs> so, so I have a question for you guys because you're kind of not too far from me. Uh-huh. Where is something that you know of that's like maybe a public place that's high in activity? Well, um, I always get a vibe at the Winchester Mystery House, but I went there for years and years and years as a kid. Um, there's, that was like your weekend stop. Yeah, I, I, like, <laughs> I, I, I swear, a revolving door kind of thing. I was there a lot when I was a kid. Um, the town and country across the street, if it's still there, was very haunted. The movie theater, which was used to be a dollar theater, the popcorn maker would catch fire every Halloween. Um <laughs> I believe trying to remember all the details for that one. Um, up wonder, here though, we I wonder, have, I wonder if the parking lot where the old Toys R Us building is haunted still. I have no idea. <laughs> I know that the Toys R Us used to be haunted. Yeah. I, I experienced stuff there. Um, when I was a kid, uh, let's see brains. Well, that was featured on that's incredible back in the day. Yeah. When, well, uh, I, what's her name was, uh, Sylvia Brown, Sylvia Brown. Yeah. Thank you. When she was still alive, still alive and checking it out. Yes. She also did the Winchester Mystery House, too. Some weird photographic evidence on that one. She anyway. didn't find anything in the Winchester Mystery I saw that they're going to be doing over the um, Halloween time. They're going to have a medium there and do, like, a full event. At Winchester Mystery House? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know that they do the flashlight tours on every Friday the 13th and Halloween every year. They've done it for years. I don't think they did it with the pandemic, obviously, but... Um, but, yeah, I, I've, I've always had vibes there, but nothing... My friend actually worked there, and um, somebody grabbed his butt. <laughs> he nobody was behind him either. Somebody grabbed his butt. Yeah, somebody grabbed his butt. He was giving a tour, and he was talking, and it was in one of the hallways with the tiny little steps and stuff. And there was no one behind him. He 
jumped and looked behind him. There was no way anybody was behind him. Well, don't forget the one time he said someone asked him, you know, where did that actress go? And somebody actually saw who said, grabbed him. Well, no, he No, she, somebody well, else she, on the no, tour. That's a different story. She she had asked him that question and he said, "What that's actress?" because there was nobody supposed to be oh, out that's there. Right. And she said the one that went behind the panel in the in the, in the wall. In the and there wall. was no panel in the wall. In the wall. Yeah. Whatever he, it was had gone through the wall. He worked there years and years ago. Um, <laughs> but I guess this, this apparition looked solid before up up to that point. Uh, so um, I got them. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, the governor's mansion here in town. Nobody can visit that though. No. But Nobody's supposedly, supposedly, the governor's son. That's that's Snowball. the old governor's yeah. mansion. Yeah. There's the, the governor's son way back when it passed away, and supposedly it's his spirit that haunts the mansion. Um. What was the name of the cemetery you said? Uh, it's Broadway Cemetery. Broadway. Broadway Cemetery. It's the Broadway. Broadway it's, it's Sacramento Historic Cemetery, actually, is what it is. Okay. My grandfather's actually buried out there. They have the veterans plot, and so he's he's buried out, out there. You you have to be grandfathered in anymore to get buried out there. It's just so full. Full. But yeah, it's 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 a great place. I don't know that it's haunted per se. There is one ghost that I know of that haunts they, it. They, the little the girl. Lawson said there is the, the little girl. The I can't little girl. The girl's name. Um, but people leave toys for her and everything, and, and, everything. There, and there are people who say they've seen her at the gravesite. Yeah. Huh. Not to mention the historical building where her where some of her effects are too. She's been cited there as well. There's also the lead coffins where they dug up the father and daughter. Yeah. And they didn't age at all. Mm-hmm. No, de no decomposition. I um, that's in a book though. That's in one of my books. I gotta look that up again. But it's ours. Yeah, we no, own it's it. a, yeah, it's our book somewhere. I <laughs> Not just, the book, the the the, the, it's our book. the site, the historical site. It's in our town. Yeah, it's in our town. <laughs> yeah. There's also uh, in Ione, Preston Castle. It's, yeah. It sounds like there's a whole like Sacramento is where all the activity. What's the one you, well, you got to understand, Sacramento was established in 1836, was it? No, 63, 1863. And, I mean, it was it was the, the hub of activity in the California Everything region for the longest time. Everything Francisco. was transferred down to San Francisco. Yeah, from there to San Francisco. From the lines up here in Jackson. And then out from, where, out from there. Um, and we've had history of fires and flooding in the city and everything. I mean, uh, Sacramento was built over old Sacramento. There's the underground the tours, underground for tours. Um, I don't know about the hauntings or anything. She, uh, Mrs. Glasson, Tina. Tina Glasson, she says she, it's kind of creepy sometimes, um, but at least I think that's what she said. But uh, she also are the underground tunnels are those open to like the general public? Yes, or they are. They, they, they do regular tours. tours. Like, tours. tours. They tours. do regular tours. Yeah. Regular Got tours. Um, Got it. Sorry, we're getting a little animated now. Just talking about our neck. They don't. Uh, <laughs> like I said, sometimes of the year they can't. You, the underground tours are off limits during the winter, mm -hmm. even with the uh, drought, extreme drought we're having, because they flood, because it's floodplains oh. from the river. Um, that makes sense. And then, like, of course, there's Bethany House in Jackson. I, I understand you're going there, and we will be going there. <laughs> So, <laughs> and there's Preston Castle, which I think is a great, great coincidence. Yes, For the Preston second time, Castle, yes. Preston Castle, which was a boys, a reformatory mm -hmm. school. Um, that's an I own near Jackson. Um, let's see. I'm, I've heard about some stuff in Volcano. Uh, well, Volcano is an old mine. Where's town. the there's one? Lots of stuff where's the one your brother wants to go to off River Road? The plantation, the old sugar plantation. 
for sugar. I think it's River. Yeah. Is River Road the road that's super haunted there? Someone was telling me that there's like this road outside of Sacramento that's like supposed to be super haunted, and well, that locals know not to like just don't even go there at night. I don't think that's. Exactly. I don't think that's no. it. Uh, River Road okay. is I don't remember what it was. They were talking. I went to a Lost Boys tribute up in Sacramento. Oh, she was um, with Tracy. A few, <laughs> Probably. A few months ago. There you go. I was there a few months ago, and they um they were talking about um some super haunted road. <laughs> she was with Tracy. Is Tracy part of the Love Horror events? Tracy went there. She actually got VIP stuff to go there. She has a pictures assigned i think assigned picture with the guys that from the movie that were there okay so she's a she's she's a horror buff she's a sci-fi buff she's a fantasy buff she's she belongs to a few belongs groups. to the sca or used to i don't SCA, know star trek fan group star trek fan like group for her parents she gets around yeah That's so cool. <laughs> you make her sound cheap no <laughs> i think she'd argue that point <laughs> i'm just saying you make her sound cheap but yeah there's you a lot of places <laughs> There's a lot of places in our area. I got to tease my as, husband. You know, it's only locations. fair. Um, the River Road, uh, Highway 160 runs through it. Um, that part of the road itself, probably not too haunted. There's been a lot of deaths because of people going into the levees and things like that. So Stupidity. Yeah. There might be the occasional haunting there, but some of the older haunted roads in the area might be there's there's a road on the other side, you know, around Clarksburg where it's all broken up and everything. There's, uh, there's a haunted, there's a Victorian haunted Victorian in Eureka. Yeah. That used to be a whorehouse, that, but now yeah, it's a yeah. civic, a civic house now. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear it's haunted too. From Sorry. house of ill repute to a house of some repute. Some yes. repute, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's places all over the, the well, I'm going to be reaching out to both of you because I want to list, but also I would love to be able to go with you guys. So if there's something you plan on doing and you're like, hey, Ashley, you might think this is cool. Please let me know. I am just uh, I love historical stuff. So I will say that I may not be big into like the ghost hunting, but I um, I, I do love historical places. I do love cemeteries during the day. Oh, um, there is a <laughs> I, I do love stuff like that. In Eureka, speaking of Eureka, there is a cemetery, and it's up on the hills. Oh, the Eureka Cemetery. The yeah. Eureka Cemetery. And the very top of the hills in the back corner by the forest, there is, it's sad, but it's so well kept. It's a little boy's uh, grave area, but it's all lined with Legos, and all his, like, toys and army men and everything are sitting on top of the grave. And I thought that was the sweetest thing. That That's a cemetery because it that they got my attention because everything's up on hills. It's on a rolling uh, hill. It's not that's flat area. Really haunted too. It, it is yeah. supposed to be pretty haunted. I don't, there's also a pet cemetery in the Santa Cruz mountains. Finding it is hard <laughs> or it used to be hard. Sorry. I, I think I'll leave that to Miko Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, no, I've been there, but it's been years. I was a teenager last time I went. So. Now, if you're interested, too, it's not a haunted site, but if you're into cryptids, there is cryptid rock in, um, oh, where is it? It's over, it's over around Donner Pass. Oh, okay. Pretty so cool up by Tahoe? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to have to find way. that. Yeah, look at that. I'm yeah, adding it, to my it's, list. It's, actually, <laughs> it's, an, it's, a, it's a boulder that has ancient uh, Native American pictographs of, I guess what could be considered Bigfoot sightings, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so lots of lots of good stuff in our area. 
<laughs> well, thank you. I'm looking forward to adventuring the Bay Area in a much more spooky way. Definitely. And John, I know you're going to be coming out too, so we'll have yes. a list to go crazy. Let us Heck know. Yeah. We'll be happy to receive you. Yes. Sweet. Look at that. We'll have like a, a real life, like in person crossover. There you go. Why <laughs> not? And hopefully you get to meet Tracy because she's getting her house in order and things are thing some few things had to take precedence today. So she says to say she's sorry about not being here. So she will be she says she's trying to be Sunday too. So awesome. Yeah, we will, she we, join. Will, we are excited to have all of you on. Yeah, for Gosh, our listeners so. who don't know, we are going to be on three hundred podcast. Uh we'll be recording with them on Sunday the eleventh. So this Sunday. So Keep your ears up for it. Yeah, when will it air? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I would have to go look and see our schedule, but I will get that information for you guys. Yeah. The other thing, too, is if you want it to air sooner than what we have on our schedule, let us know, and we're happy to shift it off yeah. um, to make sure that it coincides with yours. Uh, uh, no, no. Don't worry about that. That's I mean, not anything we're worried about. We just wanted to know so we can tell people. Just, <laughs> oh, well, let me... Let me yeah, check. Yeah, we, yeah. We've, we've got We're not schedule. rushing you. In, In fact, you can update us later. It's not a big deal. We're not trying to rush you. Okay. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> We're just curious. Well, we will. We will post. We will let you know. Um, and then because. I think we've been, we're still solidifying when things air mm -hmm. this season. So right. as soon as we know, like heart sad stone, we will let you guys know. That's so you awesome. can let all your awesome, amazing fans. Yeah. We'll let, I'll, I'll just post okay. on the Facebook group and let them know when, when we're coming on. What new country did we just get? Um, Haiti, I think it was. We just got Haiti. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. He said we got a new country the other, like a couple weeks ago. I was like, where did we get that? That's awesome. So, Heck yeah. Kind of yeah. cool. We're, I've heard new countries. I know. I heard Haiti. That's yeah. pretty well, cool. We're heard about yeah. forty-two countries last I checked. So that's that's pretty awesome. I think. Heck yeah. 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 Um, Ash, we might actually want to. That's okay. We'll it. figure it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you guys, if you have to go, that's totally fine. We're sorry for keeping you if we kept you too long. No, I had a great time. Thank you. Let's. Uh, if you're up to it, I would love to do this again. And I definitely want knowing you're near me. I would love to meet you in person. And mm -hmm. so, thank you for having me on. Definitely, and tell your husband happy birthday. Yeah, I will. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, well, we, yes, we enjoyed yes. having you on. Thank you for you being on our one hundredth episode. You. Yes, this is our hundredth episode. Woo! And Tracy Woo missed it. Darn. <laughs> I, happy 100 i didn't want to say thank you for having us on because i don't want to speak for you john but like, yeah but no thank you for having me as well <laughs> <laughs> and happy 100 well, thank you. yeah that's amazing Woo. all right well definitely we'll ha uh, have a wonderful night and we'll talk to you sunday thank yes. you yes uh, i look forward to seeing you guys sunday all right bye. have a good night bye, bye guys <laughs> Well, what'd you think of that interview, dear? I thought it was great. They're great people. Yeah. Very fun. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to, to meeting Ashley. It sounds so like we'll be meeting her pretty soon from the sound of it. She sounds, sounds cool. very eager to come down and check out our haunted locations. We've got a lot of them. And hang out with us. It's Sacramento. Yep. Gold Rush era. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff happened back in the day. Yep. Hey, we can take her up to the Donner Party area, too. Well, it's like I said, especially <laughs> here in Sacramento, it was established in... 1863 it's got but it was here before that oh because yeah of the gold but rush. i mean the city itself was established then so 
there's a lot of history involved with our town. Oh, yeah. And as such, there's a lot of haunted history to go and along with it, too. she likes the history. Maybe you should take her to Center Four. I've never actually been. I have. But I have not. But maybe. I was a kid, and that wasn't really all that much. You know, I wasn't into it at the time, so. Well, kids are never in. I wasn't forced to do it because I lived in the Bay Area. Oh, I was. It was a field trip. I would have rather stayed at school at the time. But, you know, I, <laughs> I wouldn't mind going back and checking it out again. I haven't been, so. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, we hope you all enjoyed that interview. Um, I hope you enjoyed our 100th episode. And we look forward to doing 100 more in the future. Hopefully more than... Hopefully more than 100, yeah. But <laughs> Hopefully we'll keep this going. and we always, There's always something new yep. to poke around about. And, and remember, folks, if you have a story that you'd like to share with us, Feel free. Feel we free. are open to that. Yeah, we want we want your stories. Actually. Or if you want to be interviewed for some of your experiences. Particularly, as I said before, I am looking for stories about uh, paramedics, doctors, firefighters, policemen, anybody in the service industry, basically, who has had a paranormal encounter or an experience with a haunting. If you are such a person, and I have to say it that way because the two aren't exclusive. I know. Paranormal and ghosts can be two different things. If you've had any sort of encounters like that, let me know. Send us an email or what in the podcast at gmail.com. Contact us directly through our Facebook links or at our Facebook group, uh, the What in the Podcast Facebook group. Um, our links again are, of course, Kent Whittington, Adriana Camito, or Tracy Lynn Hernandez on Facebook. Just use the at link for it. And uh, if you just don't want to talk to us directly or be interviewed, you just want to leave us a message, you can leave us a message on the Messenger app on this particular podcast. Just hit the link at the bottom of the page. Yep, yep. Bottom of the description, I should say. And that'll take you right to us. You just have to hit that record button and leave a message. That simple. Dead horse. I got to say, we haven't said it in a while. And I've I know. I've taken Dead it back horse, doing it a couple times now. So, but anyway... <laughs> Once again, we hope you enjoyed the podcast tonight. Yep, hope you enjoyed our, our guests. They were very nice people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can't wait to keep the relationship going. Yep, Tracy, we'll see you next week. <laughs> hope you're having a good time. And in the meantime, everybody, stay spooky. And okay. cue, cue the, the gremlin! What in the Podcast is a part of the What in the Podcast network and is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other great podcast formats. You can find us on Facebook at the What in the Podcast Facebook group. If you have a great story idea or have a personal paranormal event that you want to share with us, email us at whatinthepodcast at gmail.com with your story, or you can leave us a voice message by clicking the link in the episode description. If you like what you're hearing, please don't forget to leave us a review and rate us five stars. It doesn't seem like much, but it helps us more than you can imagine. What in the Podcast is also made possible thanks to our sponsors and listeners like you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>